Welcome, everybody, to This Podcast Has Autism. I hope you enjoy the show. Hello. Um, my name's Marcy. I'm here with my husband, Bran, and we are the hosts of the show. And today we will be talking about bullying with children with special needs. We'd like to start with a story. It's um, about this boy named Romeo Smith. He... Um, him and his family were walking home from grandma's house and uh, Romeo Smith he has autism and he tends to stay behind his the rest of his family when they walk home and so they didn't think nothing of it but he he did that and he does it because he like gets sidetracked on different things as he's walking but anyway, by the time they got home, the parents realized he wasn't there. And so the dad went looking for him, and they found him, found him up in a tree because he had to get away from these bullies. And so he climbs down when he sees his dad and runs to his dad. And as they're walking back home, one of the bullies picked up a, a board with a nail in it and threw it at the kid's head. And it stuck in the back of the kid's head. And when it hit, when the nail hit the skull, the nail bent inside his head. So luckily, there wasn't any brain damage. But uh, yeah, it's just amazing how people uh, treat kids that are different. Yeah, that story happened August 2017. Um, and then here's another story about um, Tyler Long. His diagnosis with an autism spectrum disorder caused unique personality traits that made him unpopular in school. His mother, Tina Long, says being different made him a target of bullying. Classmates took his things, spat in his food, and called Tyler names. Tyler was very fixated on rules, she said. If someone talked in class, I know he would say, you're not supposed to be talking, that's the rule. I'm sure this innocent fixation led to some of the bullying. On October 17, 2009, 17-year-old... Tyler's battle with the bullies led to a tragic end. Depressed, he hanged himself before school and committed suicide. It devastated his family and engulfed the community to seek answers. And the reason we're talking about this is because bullying has a negative effect on all of its victims, but kids with special needs are especially vulnerable. According to researchers, children with special needs often have a lower social standing among the other students in the classroom, which may lead them lead to them so frequently becoming the targets of bullying. Because of difficulties with social interaction and the inability to read social cues, children with autism and Asperger's syndrome have higher rates of peer rejection and higher frequencies of verbal and physical attacks, says Robin Kowalski, a psychology professor at Clemson University in Clemson, South Carolina. Sorry. All studies found that children with disabilities were two to three times more likely to be victims of bullying than their non-disabled peers. And this is all taken from a walk, walk a mile in their shoes from abilitypath.org. Parents should familiarize themselves with the different forms of bullying that a child will, with special needs may experience. There's three different kinds. Manipulative bullying. This form of bullying occurs when a child with special needs is actually being coerced and controlled by another student. Conditional friendship. This form of bullying occurs when a child thinks that someone is being their friend, but the times of friendship are alternated with times of bullying. Exploitative bullying. This form of bullying 
occurs when the features of the child's condition are used to bully them either or either by other classmates or via technology or and social media networks. The following are suggestions for parents recommended by the Matrix Parents Network. Be aware. Be observant. If a parent suspects something is wrong, talk with the child. Don't blame the child. Get details from the child about the incident. Stay focused on the child and the issue. If appropriate, problem solve or brainstorm intervention strategies with the child. Bullying should never be ignored. Talk with all pertinent school staff. Make sure the staff speaks with the bully and the victim separately. Seek the help of outside professionals. Continue to access and monitor the child. And now with that being said, on to the interview. Today we have Morgan Page. She is the Autist Artist on Twitter. And Morgan, why don't you introduce yourself? Okay. Um, hello, my name is Morgan Page. I am the Autist Artist. Um, I've been doing art for about 10 years. And that's pretty much all I have to say about it. That's awesome. And why do you like doing art? I like doing it because um, it's fun at first. It's fun at first. But also because um, I'm a visual thinker and that's the best way for me to express my thoughts rather than just using words. Oh, okay. And what is the process you go through when creating a piece of artwork? Um, whenever it's like just my normal art, just like art I'm making for myself or a commission, I will, um, I'll either like look at stuff online and then kind of go based off that. I, w I won't copy it, but I'll like look at it and be like, oh, okay, I can do this to it or this to it. But if it's a piece for my, um, for the office artist Instagram, which it's just basically art based off my real life experiences and like what I've actually dealt with being on the spectrum. Oh, cool. What yeah. is your favorite piece and why? Um, favorite piece would be, I did one when I was in high school and it's called My Perspective or Yours. So what it is, is it's a picture of like, a, oh gosh, um, art supplies around a table and then there's a piece of paper and there's a person being drawn in the middle of it. And then there's a hand on the side drawing it, but it show it's drawn all like that, so you don't know if it's your perspective or their perspective. Oh, that's, that's awesome. That's the best way I can, yeah, that's the best way I can describe it. Uh-huh. That sounds really cool. Yeah. And why do you create and what need does it satisfy? Um... Like I said before, I create because it's the best way for me to get my thought, my get the visual thoughts out. Because once again, better than words, and um, it really just satisfies just what I need to say. Like, uh, what tools do you use when you create your art? I use sometimes. Sometimes I use pens, sometimes I use markers. 
most of the time I'm going more to digital now, so I use my iPad also. Oh, cool. How old were you when you were diagnosed with autism? I was actually diagnosed last October. I was 21 when I was diagnosed. Okay, so it's fairly recent. Yeah, it's fairly recent diagnosis. Mm-hmm. Does your autism ever get in the way of your art? Um, the autism, not so much, but the executive dysfunction that comes with it, yes, very much so. What do you like about your work? I like that it's, it's in a way unique because it doesn't have, like, a specific style or anything. Well, my Instagram art does have a specific style, but, like, my regular art doesn't really fit into one box. It can be kind of anything. Oh, okay. And what do you dislike about your work? That, um, probably, honestly, that it's not noticed enough. If that sounds, if I have that right, because people that stick to one style do get noticed more because that's the thing that they're good at is that one style. But then when you get to me, I have this and this and this and this. Okay. Yeah, so you're you're varied in your um, talent. I guess you could say that. Okay. (laughs) Um, What is your dream project? goodness my dream project Ooh, I would love to do a big mural of some kind somewhere I've done murals before but I would just love to do like a big one on the side of a building or something that would be really cool yeah that sounds fun yeah how do you educate yourself to be a better artist um major in college but how I educate myself is I just kind of look and see like what what things are best what styles are best to do what styles aren't best to do which one will work in my favor have you won any awards for your art Art Award for my digital art. Oh, cool. And then, yeah, 2015, I won another Congressional Art Award. Third, it was third place for my your perspective, my perspective or yours drawing. Uh huh. And that was out of 70 drawings, if I remember right. Mine won third in district. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. Um, what is one thing you wish you would? You wish you knew when you started doing art. The one thing would have to be that it takes time for your art to get noticed and that your style will definitely change from when you start doing art because I thought that it would just be great 
at the start of it, and then I was, like, thoroughly disappointed. But now it's all good because I can make the art that I want to at a much better level because I practice. Yeah, practice makes perfect. <laughs> yep. Um, do you have any advice for other autistics wanting to get into the art field? I would have to say definitely keep with it if you're going to start it. I mean, you can have it as a hobby and just do it on and off. But if you're really wanting to get into the art field, just just keep with it. Almost make it a special interest of yours because it's a special interest of mine, and that's how it's gone to the way it is. So just just keep with it. That's all I can really think of for that. <laughs> do you have anything else you'd like to add before we close? Um. Yes, my Instagram is at the autist artist, which is the same as my Twitter. And that's pretty much it. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. We really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. This was fun. Now for some announcements. We are starting another giveaway. We will be giving away two Chewies. One is a necklace and the other is a handheld both from the Art Therapeutic. The giveaway ends March 23rd at noon Mountain Standard Time. Look to our social media for the rules of the giveaway. That's it for this episode. Until next time.